This podcast is sponsored by Vicon, the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products and services for the life sciences, entertainment, and engineering industries. Vicon provides cutting-edge hardware and software with industry-leading accuracy. Shogun, Vicon's visual effects software developed specifically for the VFX community, captures performances effortlessly in real time and delivers robust, accurate, reliable data. Find out more at www.vicon.com. Hi, my name is Victoria Atkin, and you're listening to the Performance Capture Podcast. Today, I'm really very excited. I have a dear friend, Ismail Oray, who is a cinematics director over at Guerrilla Games now, and he's going to be talking to me about how you get into cinematic directing in performance capture. Hey, Ismail. Hi, Victoria. How are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. How's Amsterdam? Oh, it's actually evening now, but it's pretty nice. Very good. Well, thanks for joining us. We're just going to go through some fun questions about how you got into the crazy world of performance capture. Um, so if you could just start with where you're from and uh, your professional title these days. So I'm from Sherbrooke, Canada, and uh, my profession is cinematics director. Fantastic. So in your own words, how would you describe what performance capture is? So to describe performance capture, I think I would use actually the words of someone uh, that we both work with, uh, Paul Amos, who worked with us on Assassin's Creed Syndicate as a lead actor with you, uh, because I think that he defined the process in a very good way. Uh, He said that in performance capture, your heart is in theater, but your mind is in cinema. And I've directed projects both, uh, both in live action and performance capture. And I also think that it's true uh, from a director's perspective. Um, in fact, I think that because we are often doing scenes from the beginning to the end, uh, they're acted out a, a little bit like on a theater stage. Uh, and I think that is a little bit what, what Paul meant by uh, having your heart in theater, uh, that being said, I, I would also say that we're really mindful of the space. We're really mindful of the where we're going to put the cameras. So uh, the actors and the, the director are still conscious about the choices that we're going to make about making a close-up or a wide shot or a master. So I think that we're also trying to think in terms of shots. And I think that he, that. It's also what he meant by having your mind in, in cinema. And I think that is really true when uh, I direct uh, performance capture. Okay, great. Well, that was an awesome answer to that question. It's such a big, uh, <laughs> big arena to cover of what performance capture is. And I think everybody has a different slant on it, but that was really interesting. So let me ask you, how did you discover performance capture? I know for me, it was something that I just stumbled on when I met you and we did Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I didn't know anything about what performance capture was and then I was just thrown into this world of dots and lycra suits and cameras. How did you discover it and how did you get into it? What was your first gig? I got into the game industry around 2011. Uh, This happened, I I think, a year after I went to the Cannes Film Festival with uh, one of my short film that was part of a special selection during the short film corner. Uh, there I met Ramiro Belanger, who's also someone you know uh, and you've met uh, from working on Assassin's Creed Syndicate. 
Uh, and he was there at Cannes and we got to hang out a bit because his film was also screened there. And a year later, he asked me if I was interested in joining the, the game industry. So um, that is when I was introduced to motion capture, performance capture and 3D animation for, for the first time. Wow. Yeah, as I, I sometimes do these performance capture workshops with actors and we discuss how do you get into this? How do you get into this world? And a lot of it is through networks that you know through other avenues, whether it be theatre, whether it be film, or in your case it was film with a film director and you both met at Cannes and then you moved over to the gaming world. Um, was Ramiro, do you know if he was doing gaming at the same time as film already? Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, he was doing gaming for work, but he was so invested also uh, in his cinema career as well. He, was, mm -hmm. he also produced uh, his own feature film length uh, film uh, and was still doing short films. So I think he, he was always bo uh, bo both working in films and games at the same time. Yeah, and that's really encouraging because I know a lot of directors have asked me as well, or oh, how do you get into this? And it's really, would you say that the skills that you learn as a director can apply? Because I know as an actor, I, I believe that my skills that I learn at drama school can apply to TV, film and theatre. Would you say the same for performance capture, what you learn as a director? Well, I think that in performance capture, the thing that is really interesting is that you in, you can engage with the actor in a very different way because if you're if you're able to do a scene from start to finish and you you can actually be on the volume and very close to the performance, I think it gives you a very different perspective than when you're behind the monitor looking at a scene and and filming it like uh, and breaking it down beat by beat, like okay, let's the coverage of that master shot here and then we're going to go for a close-up and just doing it in very small section. I think that it's so much more interesting in, in terms of seeing the performance as it un, un, unveils right in front of you and, and, then, and then you can adjust it and shape the scenes with the actor. And I think that that is really what I'm, I'm interested in performance capture. So I think that this... Uh, uh, this way of working with the actors, I think it's really nice. It's really interesting. And I think that it could be translated to the film industry as well. Yeah, it seems, uh, you know, I've worked on TV, film and, and motion capture. And and it's nice because the proximity of where you are, you're so close that you can just run on and, and speak to us. You know, you're just sitting just behind you know, the technicians, um, rather than if you're shooting a big budget movie, you could be really far away behind the monitor and then it takes you a minute to come over or you're having to convey direction through headpieces and things like that. But it is really close proximity, very much like theatre, that you can come on and give us individual directions, um, which is really nice and it, it really builds the actor-director relationship, which is why I feel when I'm working on a big project like with Assassin's Creed, I was able to really communicate with you and Ramiro and it was, became a very close friendship because it because of the proximities of that, you're very close to the actors all the time. Yeah, and you're stuck in the same massive, massive <laughs> room for so long. The padded you start cell. Creating, yeah, <laughs> you start creating trust. And I think that also trust is a big part of it. Yeah, trust definitely. And how to engage with people. I think it's a very big part of what we're doing. Yeah, and I think sometimes people think that perhaps performance capture wouldn't be as creative for everybody involved because of the technology and, you know, but the intimacy and the creativity and 
and the magic that we create, I would even argue that it's it's more powerful because um, once you get past, okay, there's a camera in front of your face as an actor and we've got all these cameras around us, it really comes back to the story and it comes back to the magic. And, and as we're seeing with these games evolving and with all the projects evolving, we have Avatar and, and, and these things, the magic comes from the creative process because we have nothing else. We don't have costume or props or set. It really has to come from our imaginations and working together as a team and really bringing those things to the surface. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway. and you and you can see it. You can. I think that you can really see it in in the eye of the person the person that's performing because mm-hmm. there's really, as you say, really little to play with. You don't see the set. You barely have some sometimes some props and and then you have some reference and i think it's a a big part of the director's role is to try to bring that in and say okay there is this thing and you try to describe it or bring material so that the people can relate to it uh but then it's all it's all being able to be creative and have use your imagination to play and mm-hmm. i think that that this space is really there for 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 the actors to play in and yeah. be engaged and stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's really interesting. Well, that's definitely one of my favorite things about motion capture and performance capture. But what would you say is your favorite thing? My favorite thing, uh, I, I think that there's not like a single thing. I think that as we just discussed, the entire process, I think, is is very interesting to me and 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 the way to that that I can engage with the actors the way that I can um, find the playable objective find something that that will make the the performer or or the actor think about like an adjustment that it can bring to the scene and that and then to see that result uh, afterward and to be surprised sometime about a choice that an actor makes as you shape the scene together. I think this is really what I like. And, and, and maybe like sometimes it's not even about giving a direction. It's about asking the right question at the right moment to trigger something. To say, hey, have you thought about this thing? Mm-hmm. And, and you don't have to answer me right now. You can just think about it. And, and, and then when you see uh, the act, like the, the person in front of you that can take this in and bring in in the next take, I think that that this is very interesting. This is the best part of my job. <laughs> yeah, and you're very very good at it. It's when you've I remember being on set with you before, and you just plant those seeds. It really does help fuel and build the imagination and build the environment and the circumstance of the character around you. It's it's great. Um, so. From that, can you tell us an experience that you particularly enjoyed on the performance capture stage? Uh, that's a tricky question because I think that I've I was fortunate enough to to work on different stage uh, in different project on different projects in different location, and I was really fortunate to experience that. Uh, I think that, as I just uh, mentioned, I think that what I mostly enjoy is 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 to get to a place with the talent when they're in the moment, when they can really forget about all of these cameras, forget about about all of that room, and and engage together and listen to each other 
uh, and and create the scenes together. And I think that's that's really what I'm after as a director. Uh, not a special, I don't know, a special moment. I think that every time you say print is a special yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and it's, it's it's finding that sometimes we do a few takes, sometimes we do a lot more, and and it's when that sweet spot hits and you've got it. And the same as TV and film, you know, print that is, yeah. is key. And and I don't think it's only about getting one good take. Because there, I know that I'm getting in take seven that moment, and in take ten this other moment, and I, it's not about getting it right or wrong. It's about exploring the scenes together. Because if you only are aiming for one version of that scene, then you're you're going back to the editing room, and you're going to be like, oh how am I going to make this work? But if you were able to explore the scenes with the actor and shape it in different ways, then you get some range and you get some options and you can stitch together all the parts that make sense together. And I think that that is also a very interesting process that happens after uh, being on the stage. Yeah, so let me ask you, because as an actor, I don't see that post-production part of it. Um, you, I know that with with us on stage that we need to get a a take from beginning to end and that needs to be printed but you're looking at other takes and you're able to stitch them together or how does that work yeah absolutely i think that uh the way that i'm trying to shape uh the scenes uh, when i approach the stage is often in different parts uh but uh, once you've got the blocking right uh there's in between where I know that I will cut with the camera and, and I know that I will be able to um, to stitch together to performance. Uh, and even sometimes you look at the, the, the performance of one take to the other take and you're, you're seeing that same gesture or that same moment or that same transition uh, from one take to the other. And you're like, okay, that's, that's a spot where I can definitely transition from one take to the other. Oh, so you can cut in between, even though we have to get one thing, you can cut in between and use that. Yeah. Okay. Usually we try to get everything in one go, like to not cut between performance. But uh, it's also very interesting to um, to get to see all of the, the different aspects and the different different direction that, that, um, that the scene... Uh, went into uh and and sometimes it's about like the beginning of that scene was really working well and the ending of this scene i'm uh, this take i'm not really sure but then there's always a way to make it work and mm -hmm. to make it happen and and that also happens with the team back home the magic that they can do with it and and uh, their experience uh, and i think that it's also a very nice collaborative process when you uh, when you come back and you try to assemble these scenes with uh, with the team, and they put a lot of effort and, and and they have a lot of talent when they're doing it. It's amazing how many people work on these projects and how many talented people are involved in every stage of making these projects. Um, it's just fascinating. There's so many people on the on the stage when we're making it as actors and directors, you know, behind the scenes on the actual day of performance capture, but beginning to even imagine how many people are building this from 
you know, the hubs and the different places around the world that are bringing this together is just, it's amazing. It's a really great collaborative process. So um, these have been amazing answers and I'm really excited for everybody to just understand more about now how a cinematics director works. But what advice would you give if there's somebody out there that's listening to this and they want to know, oh, how do I direct performance capture? It seems, you know, now you've uncovered a lot of things that, well, okay, if they've had film training or television training or they're, maybe they're studying right now and they said, oh, okay, well, I, I have all these things that Ismail has talked about, but where do I, after I finish my training, where do I go? How do I, how do I move forward from there? What advice would you give? I think that as a director, I would say you really need to start by directing something, directing a project of your own, directing a short film. It will help you uh, bring your ideas to life in a very, very concrete way. Uh, you will start also to work collaboratively with other people. And I think that like also filmmaking is a very big collaborative process. Um, I would say work with actors, talk with them about storytelling, engage with them as much as you can and listen and pay attention. I think that's that's a big thing. I think that it's really important to create your your uh, network and then create trust with people. I think that is a very big part of, of what we do um, as director. On a technical standpoint, I think that you should also uh, focus on building a portfolio uh, web page that is accessible. Uh, another thing that I think would help on the technical uh, side of things would be to familiarize yourself with game engine. Uh, there's, uh, there are some that are free, uh, like Unity and Unreal. So you can download them, install them on your computer and start creating sequence with characters, 3D cameras, and it's a very good way to learn the basic of uh, creating a 3D scene and, and also bringing that in your portfolio if, if that ever works. Uh, and I think that all of these things can really help you uh, build um, what you need to showcase your work. Uh, I would also say like most of the, the, the things that I've said previously about directing actors, uh, I've learned from experience, but also uh, I would recommend a very, very good book. Uh, it's called Directing Actors by Judith Weston, who's a great mentor. And there's a lot of very, very insightful things uh, in her book, uh, in her book that you can definitely apply um, on your career, like afterwards, if you direct actors. Yeah, some of my favorite directors that I've met doing performance capture and voiceover have studied with Judith Weston. And uh, they really, they seem to have this different magic and ability to talk to actors. I know um, Andrea Toyas, uh, we were talking about before, she expressed that she'd worked with Judith too. And uh, she's, again, somebody else that's really great with working with actors and, and expressing what she needs in a way that we understand it. So um, it definitely comes across that you've done the same stuff too um, when I work with you. So, yeah, I was I was really fortunate to meet her and to uh, and to talk with her and, and about acting, and I think that it she really helps out finding a way to express and communicate with actor. Mm -hmm. 
So finally, how do we find you? If somebody's really enjoyed listening to you today and wants to know more about your adventures and what you've been up to um, and they might want to get in touch with further questions, uh, where would they find you on social media? On social media, you can find me. Uh, I think my Twitter is at Ismo, I-S-M-O. And my Instagram is at Ismotion, uh, I-S-M-O-T-I-O-N. And you can also go on my website, uh, com. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been a pleasure to hear about your story. And I know that you are just going to soar in this arena. You already are. I'm really excited about your next projects that are coming out. And um, yeah, keep in touch. And thank you for being on the Performance Capture podcast. Hey, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. No problem. This recording was done by Formosa Interactive, a full-service post-production sound company. Among its many divisions, Formosa Group as a whole offers independent and AAA content creators end-to-end services, including voiceover, sound supervision, sound design, editorial, mixing and music for gaming, film, broadcast and other platforms. Visit www.formosagroup.com for more information.